Welcome to Genesis Life Center. Our vision statement is every destiny has a beginning. We are a ministry called to encourage and inspire the body of Christ to use their gifts and talents to do work of the ministry wherever they are called to. Our mission is to provide individuals with the tools to become agents of change and messengers of God. Our motto is you are not an accident waiting to happen, but a destiny being fulfilled. Our pastors are Ben and Dee Adekubi. We are here in person and online. Just look up Genesis Life Center and join in every Sunday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Hallelujah. Father, as we go into your word this morning, we ask, oh God, for illumination of your word. We ask, oh God, that you'll open up our spirits, open up our minds, oh God. Open us up, oh God, to what you will have for us this morning. In the name of Jesus, let seeds be planted in us that will bring forth fruits, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Church, turn with me to the book of Mark, chapter 9 verse 14 to 29 mark chapter 9 verse 14 to 29 mark chapter 9 verse 14 to 29 hallelujah mark chapter 9 from verse 14 hallelujah let's read okay i'm going to be reading from verse 14 our key scripture for this year when they came to the other the other disciples they saw i'm reading the niv version they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the law arguing about, arguing, arguing with them. As soon as all the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonders and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about? He asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Wherever it sees it, whenever it seizes, it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. Verse 19, O unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered, It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us verse 23 if you can jesus said jesus everything is possible for him who believes immediately the boy's father exclaimed i do believe help me overcome my unbelief verse 25 when jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene he rebuked the evil spirit and you deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you come out of him and never enter him again. The spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciples asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? Verse 29, he replied, this kind can only come out by prayer. I'm reading the NIV version. It says, this kind can only come out by prayer. Some translation says prayer and fasting. Today, I want to focus on that one word, prayer. God gave us the scripture as our theme for this year and said that this is our year as a church of endless possibilities. Amen. How many of you believe that God speaks? How many of you believe that God speaks? And God's, okay, how many of you believe that God speaks to me? <laughs> or that God speaks to Brother Daniel? <laughs> or Pastor Ben, God speaks. And I remember when I was in my kitchen waiting upon the Lord, and God says, you know, just you know, casually, 2022 can be your year of endless possibilities if you want it to be. And you know what? Immediately, I wrote it down. And then I went into Mark chapter 9, verse 29, and it, verse 23, and I read that. And he says, everything is possible for him 
who believes. Everything is possible for him who believes. If you believe in God, for whatever it is, it is possible. And God says to tell the church that this is the year of endless possibilities. And so the first Sunday of January, we, we started laying the foundation for endless possibilities by introducing the theme. And then last week, we added to the foundation by learning about faith in God. You know, in verse 24, um, the, the father says, I do believe, but help me overcome my belief. And we learned that we have to have faith in God. We have, and faith is trusting God, believing in God, and not doubting God. Having that confidence that what God says, he can, he, can, he can bring it to pass. Knowing that God is not a man that lies. Everything he says can, will surely happen. It will surely come to pass. And then, you know, on Thursday at the Bible studies, God expanded I didn't even know we had so many preachers in this house, you know, and so many Bible students. We dug deeper into the word and God expanded and opened our eyes so much more into this scripture, you know. And one of the things that really blew me away, um, on, you know, on Thursday during the Bible study that somebody said, and, you know, what was, I wrote it down, and they said, do not give up. Do not give up, you know. Because we, 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 all we all contributed as to what God was telling us in this scripture, this story of the father and his son. And when I heard that, do not give up, it really, for the, since that Thursday till today, I've been battling with that, with that statement that, do, you know, the father did not give up. Since childhood, his son has been sick, you know, he did not give up. When he heard that Jesus was in town, you know, he came to the disciples. They couldn't help. And then he found when Jesus was there, he came. And I just want to encourage somebody today, you know, I'm going off script now. Life is hard. And sometimes life sucks. Excuse my English or French or whatever language that is. And sometimes it seems as if everything is just working against you. You take one step forward and you take not even two steps backward, like 10 steps backward. And then you feel as if sometimes you're just banging your head against the wall. And you know what happens, you know, when you get to a place of frustration, the enemy has a way of bringing you easy solutions. You know, remember when we talked about Jonah, God told, gave Jonah a command. But because Jonah didn't want to do what God told him, he found a ship that, was, that would take him in the opposite direction of God's will. And that ship happened to be going to Tarshish, a place where Jonah had people and friends. And I remember somebody saying that if your care is not taken, you will find a ship that will take you anywhere. Where there is a friendship, where there is a sponsorship, Weather is, uh, I don't know, so many, you know, so many ships that can take you off course. If, you know, that, can, that will cause you to easily give up. I thought about that statement, don't give up. And I thought, God, is so easy to give up. It's so easy to quit. It's so easy, you know, the, the, you know that boss is always on my case. That boss is always getting on me. This job, I hate this job. I don't like this job. And you just want to quit. Oh, I hate my community. I don't like this. And we want to quit. And we forget that our emotions are temporary. What we go through is temporary. You see, today, the whole world can be upside down. And tomorrow, things can be perfect. And you wonder, oh, I almost quit that job. It's a good thing I didn't quit that job. Oh, I almost left that, you know, I almost left. It's a good thing I didn't leave. I want to tell somebody here today, if God has spoken, despite what is happening, despite what you see, despite what you don't see, despite what you hear, despite what you don't hear, and against your own emotions, do not give up. If you give in to your emotions, you will always be giving, giving up. 
If you allow your emotions to dictate to you, every day your emotions are so unstable. When it's minus 37, I lock myself in the house. I am not leaving my house. It was so cold. My emotion and my body was telling me, do not leave this house. But then when it became plus five, my body and my emotion says, what? Get out. Go out. Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Human beings that rely on their emotions and, the, and their feelings will, will become unstable as the waters. Because today, we're friends. And then tomorrow, oh, she hurt me. We're not friends anymore. And then the following week, oh, we're friends again. And then the, week, the month after, ah, oh, she upset me. She said something. We're not friends again. The Bible says an unstable person cannot receive anything from God. And so I just want to tell somebody this morning, no matter what it is you're going through, do not give up on God. Don't give up on God. That's a song, right? Don't give up on God, because he won't give up on you. He's able. God is able. God is able. It may not feel as if God is able, but trust me, the God that you serve is in it for the long run. The God that you serve is in it for eternity. So don't think that what you're going through this day, this week, this month, this year, or this last 10 years can cause you to give up on the God that has been, that is, and that will forever be. Amen. Don't give up on God, because he won't give up on you. He's able. God is able. I want to share a testimony with you. You know, I pride myself sometimes in being a, an athlete. Not a physical athlete. Look at you. I can run from here to there. <laughs> my, you know, while my kids have the anointing for athleticism, I just have the anointing to sit. <laughs> hey, everybody has their own anointing. You know, the Bible says do not compare yourself. I have an anointing, you know, I have a skill, an emotional and mental skill that, that causes you to run. When things get difficult. What do I mean by running? You run into your own shell. You run into your own corner. Because things are just hard. Things are difficult. And you go AWOL. You go off the grid. And you're trying to figure it out by yourself. You're trying to sort it out by yourself. Because you're just like, you know what? I don't want anybody to be in my business. I want to do this by my, I can do this myself. And we do that because really we don't trust people. And the reason why we don't trust people is because we've been hurt too many times. And hurt has a way of building up walls. To the point that you now have the great wall that no matter what anybody says to you, God can send Jesus in the flesh. And you still will not believe it. Because of the wall that you've built up for yourself. And you know, I say this because I find that when, 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 I, when I get to a certain point and I just feel as if I can't cope, I can't handle it, I can't deal with certain things, or that I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know what to do, I lock myself up. I lock myself up in, either in my room and I binge watch Netflix, which is not really good for you, you know, or I just shut down completely. And I remember a woman of God coming to me and saying to me, Pastor D, you do that too often. And I said, yes, because I'm Pastor D. You know, we're leaders. Leaders are not supposed to let people know what they're going through. 
So because otherwise, how are you supposed to lead them? I'm saying this because regardless of your position in life, regardless of your title, regardless of how people perceive you, we all need people in our corner. We all need people in our corner. And God will always send you people. But it's now up to you to receive them and to let them in. And sometimes we let people in for a short period of time. And when you see that things are becoming, ah, oh, this person is getting too close. You know, this relationship is getting too, you know. At the back of your mind, you have this thing that something's going to go wrong. And there's something that I've always, heard, I've always known. Hurting people hurt people. People who are hurting, who are going through things, subconsciously hurt people that God sends their way because of the, because of the wall that has been built up, that has, come, that has come through hurt, that has come through pain, that has come through disappointment. And we have this wall up, and we don't allow people to come close. And no matter how much somebody tries to prove that they love you, they care about you, they want what's best for you, the enemy has a way of lying to you that they're only in it for what they can get. You know, or if they knew the real you, they would run. Church, I'm telling you this, which is not my message. My message is on prayer. It's because God wants to give you a year of endless possibilities. But guess how that's going to manifest? It's going to manifest by you being still and not running. Am I speaking to somebody? Church hopping, people hopping, job hopping, ministry hopping, career hopping. You guys know what I mean by that, right? You go from job to job to job, from place to place to place. You move today, you're living somewhere else. You know, you have these friendships today. You have this one. There's no stability. God wants to give you a year of endless possibilities. But it's going to take you being still. It's going to take you standing still, being stable, being in one place. Whether it's that job, whether it's that relationship, whether it's that business, being committed. You being still and allowing God to do what he says he will do. Am I making sense to somebody? The Bible says an unstable person cannot do what? Receive anything. If you're not stable in your spiritual life, how is God going to give you what you want? If you're not stable in your relationships, how do you want God to give you what you want? If you're not stable in your mind, how do you want God to give you what you want? If you're not stable today, if you're not stable in your career, today I want to be a soccer player. Tomorrow I want to be a basketball player. Tomorrow I want to be a volleyball player. Tomorrow I want to be an astronaut, whatever it is. You're, you're, every time you're always changing careers. You're always changing programs. You're always changing. Even God can't keep up with you. So how is it that you want God to bless you. Today you're praying, God, I'm praying for this thing. Tomorrow you've changed your mind. Your prayer is for something else now. And then you've changed your mind a week later. God, I'm, I'm praying for this career. Then a week later you've changed your prayer point. How is God able to give you what you want if he can't keep up with your prayer points? Am I speaking to somebody? An unstable person cannot receive anything from God. I used to run. Like I said, I was an athlete. I still am. I used to run a lot. When things get too tough, I just bolt. I grew up running. I grew up 
living from one fam family. Every six months, I moved around from one foster family to the other. Every six months. So you can imagine my childhood living with different parents every six months. It becomes a lifestyle. People used to make fun of me at, at school. Ade, that's what they called me back then. Where are you living now? It's a different address, a different family. And even as I grew, old, as I, you know, grew older and started living on my own, I would, when things become difficult, I'll find a way to run. When I'm like, man, I don't need this stress. Life is too short, is what we all say. And that becomes an excuse to jump from, to keep jumping ships. Oh, life is too short. Seize the day. Do what you want. But the Bible keeps telling me that an unstable person cannot receive anything from God. There's no stability in your life. You can't receive the endless possibilities that God has for you this year. So I want to encourage you as a church, those who are here and those who are watching online, fix yourself. Plant yourself. Cement yourself down where God has placed you, where you are. Even if where you are is not where you want to be, plant yourself. Learn all that God has for you to learn. Let God use that to groom you. Joseph was in the pit for many years. That wasn't his destination, but it was where God had him to prepare him for where he was taking him. Opportunities could, you know, came with, with Potiphar's wife before he went into the pit to get to where he wanted to go. But he knew that was not of God. Because whatever the enemy gives you, he will take double back. An unstable person cannot receive anything from God. Please find that if that scripture is in James chapter 5. If you can bring it up for me, James chapter 5, verse, just going to find it, just give me one. Oh, is it 1, verse 5? Oh. If you go to James chapter 1 for me, Done. verse 8, verse 7, go to verse 7, verse 7. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the... No, chapter 1. Be patient. Yeah, we need to be patient. Chapter 1, verse 7. James 1, verse 7. Let's go from verse 6. But when, you, when, but when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Verse 7. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. Is, uh, verse 8, he is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. Un a double-minded man, unstable what? In all he does. When you come to God in prayer, you must believe God. You must have faith in God. The father says, Lord, I do believe. Help my unbelief. I have gone everywhere, done everything. I've tried so many things. But now that I've come to you, this is my bus stop. This is my final destination. I believe. Now help my, me overcome my unbelief. He who comes must believe, verse 6. And do not doubt. He who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Somebody who has no faith. You don't have faith in anybody. You don't have faith in anything. So you are like the sea. You are tossed. Today, oh, now nah, this church, now nah, I'm trying another church. Nope, not one. Nope, no. A faithless person is an unstable person because they have no faith. If you have no faith in relationships, you will not be stable in relationships. He who doubts is like a wave 
of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Verse 7. That man should not think he will do what? He will do what? An unstable man. Church, I want to tell you today, be grounded in your faith. Be grounded in your faith. Be stable in your faith. Be committed to your faith. Be committed to God. Your commitment to God will be evident. You will see the fruits of it in your life. In every areas of your life. It will manifest. People who are committed to their marriage, you see the fruits of it. People who are committed to their career, to their business, you see the fruits of it. You see the, the, amount, the, the amount of effort that they put into it, correct? Voices of Judah are committed to leading, the worship, to leading the church every week. They have challenges upon challenges every week. But they're here practicing during the week. They're here cra you know, crafting, making sure that they can lead people into the presence of God using their gifts and their talents. Sometimes it works. Sometimes the worship is good. Sometimes the worship is challenging. But week in, week out, they're committed to it. So how can God not bless them? You see the fruits in, in their lives. When we are committed to God and the things that God has put in us, you see the evidence. Nobody needs to tell me that voices of Judah are committed to people. You see it in all that they do. I see them organizing, practicing. I see them, you know, learning the songs. I see, the, you know, I see all the challenges that they go through. And I'm like, boy, this girl, these girls are committed. So whatever they ask God in prayer, God can answer them because they're committed to God. They're committed to God first. Be committed to God in 2022. God wants to give you endless possibilities, but it's going to require commitment from you. It's going to require stability. Commitment to your relationship with God. Commitment to your faith in God. Commitment to your service to God. The evidence of people's commitment is in what they do. I tell people all the time, don't tell me you're committed to me. I see it whether you are or not. Don't tell me that you, you know, you're committed to doing this thing. I see the amount of effort you put into it. That speaks. There's a saying that says, action speaks louder than words. My son, Elijah, you know, many of you know that he was injured. He had an, you know, just before the season started last. Before the se last season kicked off. Terrible injury. You know, he was training a week before the season started. He was training and he just fell in the training ground and he tore his Achilles without anybody touching him. They call it a fluke accident. He, didn't, he wasn't kicking the ball, nobody tackled him. Standing still, collapsed, tore his Achilles. Out for the entire season. Just as the beginning, you know, the season was beginning. And for some men, you know, and we all freaked out. Like this could be the end. This is the second injury, you know. <laughs> this is, it was three years after the first Achilles tore. Yeah? On the other foot. So he tore the first one in, ah, uh, five years you know, in, in the U.S., at a game in the U.S., and they had to drive nine hours to Calgary with the pain to get him to the hospital. Five years, give, a, give or take a week, toward the second one. 
I was talking to somebody. Somebody said, we need to bind the devil, and that's demonic attack. Eh? Five years to the date. Then the second one happened. There's a place for that. I said, yes, please pray. But he was so committed, you know, many people would have, you know, given up. People will, you know, many people give up. They're like, I'm done. You know, this is over. You're involved in this accident. You know, you lost a business deal. You lost a contract. Your marriage ended, whatever. Well, you know, you've gone through something and you quit. You're like, I'm done. Yeah. The second one, I'm done. But I watched my son found an, you know, find an outlet for himself to deal with it. Because the biggest thing we were worried about was his mental health, you know, was, was his mentality. It's enough to, damp, you know, to do your head in. How is he going to deal with this injury? You know, we watched him cry for many nights. So we were, you know, saw him through the surgery, everything. We saw the pain of not being able to play. After they had, the, the plan was to build the team or the season around him. Yeah? He was the poster child. Many people will say, I saw your son on the train. I, you know, they had built a whole campaign around him. And then this happens. Enough to like, I'm done. Break anybody's spirit. But we saw this boy committed to his craft. You know, they told him you're going to be out for nine months, but he pushed himself. We were also panicking. Please stop pushing yourself. He pushed himself. He pushed. He pushed the physiotherapy. He pushed the therapist. He pushed, he, he pushed everybody. He was like, no, I'm doing this. When they told him, you, you know, don't put any weight on it, I'm putting weight on it. We, they said, you're going, to ha you know, you're going to re damage it. He said, no. What he did was he had developed mental strength. Mental strength. You see, if you have a mental strength, you can overcome physical situations. It starts from the mind first. He turned his mind around that this was going to work out for his favor and he was going to come back stronger. You see, when I was growing up, when, and you know, when people said to me, nothing good will ever come out of you, I had this mindset that I'm going to prove you wrong. It starts from your mind what you want to become in life. I tell everybody that said nothing good will come out of me. I said, I'm going to prove you wrong. When I went to his church and they called me Jezebel. Yeah, and they, you know, and they call, you know, called me all kinds of names. I'm going to prove you wrong. Mental strength. Too many of us allow what we go through to now dictate who we become in life. We allow what has happened to us to, and we now become addicted to that victim mentality. And we now stay in the place of victim and not become a victor. God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. We can overcome anything by the grace of God. But it starts from a place of your mind. If the enemy gets a hold of your mind, you are done. The enemy got a hold of Saul's mind. Saul was done. My son says, no, I'm going I'm to rise above this. And we saw how he transformed his mind. And he worked through the pain. He found an outlet in music. And just poured every pain into writing songs. He's not a singer. This is a boy that can't even dance. We all know that. He has no rhythm. It, we know that. You know. But this is somebody that we never thought would ever music. Mm -mm. But he found a way to cope with what was going through what he was going through so that his mind did not break because if the enemy breaks your mind you're broken and he started writing music and pouring all his pain into his lyrics some of them are good some of them don't listen to them i'm just telling you but i'm i'm a proud mama you know he developed mental strength and he worked through the pain 
And he says, I'm going to rise above the ashes. I'm going to come out of this. Whatever you're going to become, wherever God is taking you, you've got to be stable. You've got to fight through the pain. You've got to fight through the rejection. You've got to fight through the abuse. You've got to fight through the disappointment. And there was a man of God, he had gone through nine IVFs treatments for his wife to have a child. Every single one of them failed. But they never gave up. They fought through it. They fought through it. And when the final one took, they were like, wow, it, has all, it was worth it all. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you this. This is not even the message that I have for you today. Don't give up. Don't give up. It's very easy to give up. It's very easy to quit. It's very easy to pack it all in and say, I'm done. God is not in it. It's very easy to say COVID. Because of COVID, we're closing the church. We're going to go online. It's very easy. It's very easy to say, I've gone through, you know, so many counseling. Nothing has worked. It's very easy to give up. What's not easy is fighting. What's not easy is bouncing back. The Bible says, even though I fall seven times, God knows you're going to fall. I tried it, didn't work. Second time, didn't work. Third time, didn't work. Fourth time, didn't work. Your friends are saying, curse God and die like Job's wife. People are telling you, are you stupid? Quit. Give up. There's no money in this thing. People are saying, drop it. You're not going to go anywhere with this. People are saying, just pack it in. Go online. Do this. It's easier. But when God has spoken, and he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he says, where two or three are gathered, there I am. He's telling you, don't take the easy way. He's telling you, don't take the easy way. The father of the son says he's been sick since childhood. But I'm not giving up. I'm coming to you. If you can, please help. And if you can't, I'll go somewhere else. And Jesus says, what do you mean if I can? Everything is possible. And the father says, that's why I'm here. I do believe. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm, we're arguing about this. I've tried your disciples. They couldn't help me. I, you know, but I'm not going to give up. And the father says, that's why I'm here. I do believe. But a part of me is saying that it's not going to work again. You've been doing this for 15 years. It's not going to work. You've been doing this. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And Jesus says, everything is possible to him that believes. Your faith in God, your faith and that has brought you here today is going to bring about the deliverance, the healing, the fact that you did not give up. The fact that you did not quit when everybody is telling you to quit. How many inventors, the guy that invented electricity, the guy that invented the cars, they failed so many times. People told them to give up, but they refused to give up. Church, you, even though you get knocked down, you have got to find a way to bounce back. You've got to find a way to bounce back and stand. Stand. Build your mind up. Fix your mind up and say, I am not quitting. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving you. God, I'm not giving you because you're the only one who can. You turn waves into what? I 
gonna, I can't remember the song. You turn graves into, into gardens. What's the other line? You turn dry bones into an army. You're the only one who can. Where else am I going to go? This is my final bus stop. This is it. There's only three of us here. This is the final bus stop. People have left. I'm still here. The company is going broke. I'm still here. My kids have all left. My husband has left. I'm still here. Job says, Job said, I ain't going nowhere. I'm stuck with this God. His friends come and say, what is wrong with you? Look at everything. You've lost everything. His wife said, look, you've lost everything. Job says, uh-uh. Naked I came, naked I'm going. I'm stuck with this God. I'm stuck with this church. I'm stuck with this family. I'm stuck here. My mind is fixed here. In this ministry, in this business, in this marriage. I am stuck here. I'm stuck like glue. You can't get rid of me. That's the mind of a winner. That's the mind that God will give endless possibilities to. Am I making sense to somebody? Everything is possible to him that believes. Your belief must be grounded. You cannot be going up and down, unstable. Today I'm in church. Tomorrow I'm not going to church. Today I'm praying. Tomorrow I'm not praying. Today I'm going to do the business. Tomorrow I'm not doing the business. Today I'm going to do this. I'm not. If you're unstable, you're not going to get anywhere. Because God will even look at you and say, this person? The Bible says the unbelievers are wiser than even the unbelievers. You have God, and yet you do not take full advantage of God. And people in the, in the world know, how, know the definition of commitment to their craft more than you who, are, who has God on your side. And you think, ah, oh, God understands. That's a cop-out. Let me tell you something. If you don't get over your emotions, your emotions will get over you. If you don't overcome your thinking, your thinking will destroy you. People are not broken because of what happens to them. They're broken because of the way they, they deal with it. There are many people who have been abused by, you know, worse than you. And they become something because they took all that pain. They took all of that hurt. They took all of it and they poured it into something. Where are you pouring your pain into that is going to make you come out stronger? Where are you pouring all of that anger? My dad was not there when I was growing up. I didn't even, my dad was never there. My mother was not there. I went back to Nigeria as a married woman with three children to, to meet my siblings and my parents. Everybody has an excuse as to why they cannot fulfill destiny. We all have an excuse. My husband doesn't go to church. He doesn't pray with me. So what? My wife doesn't pray with me. She doesn't believe in God. So what? It should never stop you from moving forward in life. Stop using people as your crutch. Because of this person or that person, that's why I'm, I am who I am. No, it's because of yourself. You are who you are because you allowed yourself to that. God can turn any situation around. God is a healer. God is a restorer of the broken. God is a father to the fatherless. God is a husband to the widows. God is a great provider. He is the many-breasted one. He can meet all your needs. You have no excuse. He is the only one who can do all things. Am I speaking to somebody here today? You want endless possibilities? Be grounded. Be stable in your thinking. Be stable in what God has committed into your hands. Fight for it. 
Fight your own emotions. I don't feel like, so what? Get on with it. How many of you don't feel like going to work, but you got to go to work? But yet, I don't feel like going to church, and you give in. Because the church is not going to give you the financial reward that your job will give you. But you forget, God gives more than the church, more than your job. And yet you're praying, God, I need a miracle, I need a breakthrough. But you are not committed to him. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Have faith in God. God, I do believe, but help my unbelief. Have faith in God that where you are is not your end. Where you are is a pit stop. Stop focusing on where you are. Focusing on the God who has promised you. God promised Abraham more than what Abraham was. And so when Abraham changed his perspective, he got to his destination. Church, people of God, don't give up on God and give in to your emotions. Don't give up on God and give in to your feelings. Don't give up on God and give in to your attitude. Well, I don't like the way they do things there. My kids used to say, I don't like my teacher. My teacher doesn't like me. I'm like, so what? They're not there to like you. They're there to prepare you for destiny. To teach you. Your boss is not going to like you. But you're going to do the job because it's going to pay your bills. Don't give up on God. Be stable. Be firm in your, in your faith. And fight the good fight of faith. Fight for the faith that God has entrusted into you, to you. Fight for what God has called you to do because it's going to take a fight. Keeping this church open is a daily fight. Keeping things going is a daily fight, but you fight it. Surviving COVID is a daily fight, but many of us fight it. How much more our faith in God? I'm going to preach this next week. <laughs> Don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. He's able. Don't give up on God. Fight your mind. Because he won't give up on you. He's able. Fight through the disappointments. Fight through the misunderstandings. Every time the enemy reminds you of what you've gone through, the pain and the abuse and the hurt, fight it. Bible says, forgetting the past. I'm just going to keep on holding on to God. I'm going to keep on holding on to God. I cannot afford to live in the past. If you remain in the past, you, you will not fulfill the future. You will not enter into your future. Too many people, I see it every day. They are so stuck in their past. They're stuck like glue to their past. And they have so much life, so much love, so much to give. But the enemy has grounded them in the past. God is not going to fight for you. He's given you all things to fight. He says, fight the good fight. Fight your mind. Fight your, your heart. Fight everything you need to fight to get you out of the past and get you moving. I'm done. Fight. Fight. My son, Elijah said to me the other day, Mom, I'm coming back a champion. Mom, I'm coming back. 
He released a song yesterday. And as I, I listened to the lyrics, you know, you know, there's a line that says he did not give in to the, to the hurt and to what happened. But he used it as his weapon to fight and have a comeback. For every comeback requires a fight. The Bible says, even though I fall seven times, I'm going to mess up seven times. I'm going to backslide seven times. I'm going to go back to, you know, drugs. I'm going to go back to pornography. I'm just going to keep bouncing back and forth. I'm going to keep go back to all these things that I'm trying to fight. You've got to keep fighting it. It says it takes 21 days to form a new habit. But you don't just, after 21 days and say, I'm here, I'm done, I've broken it. It's a fight. For every recovering alcoholic, they fight every day to stay sober. Let's rise on our feet. Don't give up on God, because he won't give up on you. He's able. Ruthie, can you sing that song? You're the only one who can. The, just sing that song. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to pray. I want you to pray. God has endless possibilities for you this year. But it's going to require you to have faith and not to give and also not to give up. Go ahead. Thank you Jesus. I want you to fight. I want you to make up your mind wherever you are wherever you are struggling. Whatever emotions you are struggling with, whatever situation you're struggling with, whatever thoughts you're struggling with, whatever disappointments you're struggling with, whatever it is you're struggling with in life, I want you to fight right now. I want you to make up your mind and fight. I want you to make up your mind and fight. I want you to make up your mind and fight and say, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on my destiny because you are the only one who can help me overcome. I'm not giving up on what you've called me to do. I'm not giving up on this business. I'm not giving up on this. I'm not giving up on my children. I'm not giving up on my future. Lord, I'm fighting. I'm fighting my emotions. I'm fighting my thoughts. I'm fighting my feelings. Lord, I'm fighting today. I'm fighting today. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to stay stuck in the past. Lord, today, I make up my mind to fight. Up my mind to fight. I'm fighting for my life here. I'm fighting for my destiny here. I'm fighting for my freedom here. I'm fighting for my future. I'm not gonna give up. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. Yes. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not a quitter. I'm not going to remain in the past. I'm not going to remain in the past. I'm not. You can take my brokenness and you can make me whole. You can take every hurt and you can restore me, Lord. Lord, I'm fighting today. I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not a quitter. I'm not a quitter. I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. For my children, I'm fighting for my family, I'm fighting for my destiny, I'm fighting. Not gonna quit. I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna quit. There is no there is no prize for quitting. There is no prize for quitting. There is no there is no fruitfulness in quitting. Lord, you didn't call me to quit. You didn't call me to quit. I'm not church i'm fighting for my ministry i'm fighting for my business i'm fighting for my home
home. I'm fighting for my marriage. I'm not quitting. I'm fighting for my destiny. I'm not quitting. I refuse to stay in that brokenness. I refuse to stay stuck in the past. I refuse to stay in the place of disappointment. I refuse to stay when oh, where others have moved on. I'm still stuck. No, today I'm coming out. No, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. The others are passing me. They've moved on. I refuse to stay stuck. I refuse to stay stuck. You have endless possibilities for me this year. I'm not staying where I am. I'm not giving up. 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 Come on, say you're not giving up. Come on, you're not quitting. Even though you got fired, you're not quitting. Even though you went bankrupt, you're not quitting. Even though nobody's paying you attention, you're not quitting. Even though you lost the child, you're not quitting. Even though the marriage is dead, you're not quitting. Come on, there are no quitters in the kingdom of God. There are no quitters in the kingdom of God. There are no quitters in the kingdom of God. There are no quitters in the kingdom of God. Quitting on God, even though, even though I've been hurt too many times, I'm not quitting on God. I have faith in God. I have faith. I have faith that God will see me through. I have faith that God will bring me out. I have faith that God will make me whole. I have faith that God will renew me. I have faith that God will restore me. I have faith. I have faith. I have faith. I have faith.
One day you're going to have to make up your mind that I am done being a victim. Let it be today. The reason why people after 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, even to their grave, they never accomplish anything is because they stayed in the place of victim. They stayed in the place of victim. Yes, they pray. Yes, they read their Bible. But they're not stable. They're not stable in God. And when there is no stability, you give up. You easily give up. Easily give up. Jesus did not come. He did not live. He did not die. And he certainly did not rise up on the third day for you to stuck for you to be stuck in the past. Jesus did not go through shame. He did not go through the pain of the cross for you to remain locked up to what happened in the past. He said, I can that you might have life and life abundantly. I want you to have an abundant life. I know what you've gone through, but there is still a life in you. I know what you've gone through, but there's still life in you. There is still life in you. There's still life in you, man of God. There's still life in your child. There's still life. There's life, church. There's life. As long as the earth remains seed time and harvest, summer and winter, day and night, there is still life. There is still life. There is still opportunities. There is still God. So don't give up. Don't give up. Get rid of the lies. Life is short. Yes, life is short, but not in the way it means. That you just quit and go and be bouncing up and down. Father, I pray for everybody that is here that is listening to me. I pray for strength to arise. You are our strength. I pray for supernatural strength to come upon your people to overcome their emotions, to overcome their minds, to overcome their thoughts, and to rise up. To rise up and do what you have called them to do. Father God, there is life in each person here. There is life in each ministry. There's life in the church. There's life in the marriage. Help your people to see it. Your word says the light shines and the darkness cannot overcome it. Darkness cannot overcome the light in your people. The enemy cannot overcome the light in your people. It's only your people that can do that. So Lord, give us the strength to overcome ourselves. Give us the strength to overcome ourselves, oh God. God, help us. Help us to daily fight. Fight the negative thoughts. Fight the attitude. Fight the bad behaviors. Fight the, the dreams, the, 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 the thoughts that keep reoccurring. That keeps us stuck. Help us to fight. You've given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Help us to walk in it. Help us to use the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. Every stronghold in our mind, help us to pull it down with the word. Your word says, it is written. Help us to use the word to fight. And keep ourselves grounded in you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you've been blessed, give the Lord a clap offering. And uh, amen and amen. Let's rise on our feet. We're going to share the grace um, with our declaration. If you can bring up the, 20, the declaration. 
we've edited this a bit, so we're going to share that. We're going to use that together. Okay, are you ready to pray and make the declaration? Okay, lay your hands on your head and just re- go. In 2022, no, this is the wrong one. There's a newer one. <laughs> there should be another one. But okay, we'll use this one. Let's go. This year, I will experience, go. will experience the tangible presence and power of God. This year, possible become possible. This year, I will taste the goodness of the Lord. This year, I will hear the sound of victory and celebration. This year, the heaven will touch me and I will touch the earth. This year, I will smell the fragrant oil and perfume that makes hearts glad. This year, my life will be filled with endless possibilities that will lead to God-led success. This year is my year of endless possibility. Come on, give the Lord a shout offering. Hallelujah! The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. Go forth this week and prosper. God bless you all. Thank you. See you on Thursday. God bless you all. Thank you for joining our online church. To connect with us, please go to our website, genesislifecenter.com. Please follow us on social media. On Facebook, you can find us under Genesis Life Center. On YouTube, you can find us under Genesis Life Center 01. On Instagram, Genesis Life Center. And on Twitter, Genesis Life Sent. Thank you.